This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's take a look at the world of accessible technology with Nelson Rago, the founder of Cool Blind Tech. Hey, good morning, Nelson. Hey, good morning, David. Nelson, let's start in Pennsylvania, where researchers at Penn State University developed Grid Editor, a coding tool for blind and partially sighted computer programmers. So, Nelson, tell me about some of the features behind Grid Editor. Uh, just uh, uh, for visuals, so the interface of uh, grid editors is very similar to a spreadsheet. So you'll have uh, columns and rows in it uh, um, uh, just to, to, to represent kind of like a grid system. Um, and then with that, uh, so uh, for comparison, so the, the lines of the code will reflect like the rows and then the columns will reflect the, uh, the levels of the, um, the actual code itself. And uh, for those that are using screen readers, We'll have uh, audible feedback uh, in a certain cell. It'll give you different tones as, as you reach um, uh, edges of the grid. It'll actually give you uh, uh, other tones as you come in close to the edges, uh, just to give you a sort of a um, uh, sort of feedback of like a, of what someone would see visually as you, as you're approaching the edge of the grids. Uh, and then for um, people that have partial vision, uh, they'll have uh, uh, highlights in the cells themselves. Uh, where it'll be uh, reflect like the standard uh, plain text editor uh, for those um, editors that have like the colors and it'll give you the contrast um, as you're uh, using the code um, in that uh, software. So uh, a number of things that they, they've applied uh, for those who are uh, completely blind and those who are partially sighted uh, to actually uh, interface with this software. Nelson, I couldn't code my way out of a paper bag, but what kind of <laughs> feedback did they get from people who are blind and partially sighted who can? Uh, initially, they uh, they put out a prototype. Uh, for two months, they reached out to the uh, blindness community of uh, programmers, and then they, um, they did a controlled lab study with uh, 12 individuals uh, who are partially sighted and uh, blind, and they uh, determined uh, when comparing between the plain text editor and the grid editor, uh, not only were the uh, programmers more accurate, uh, more efficient, they made less mistakes. Um, it was overall, uh, on average, they were saying uh, that it was just a, a better interface to use for those users as opposed to using a regular uh, plain text editor. Uh, so overall, it was a very successful, uh, uh, you know, sort of study that they uh, were able to do. Nelson, this may be getting a little too deep into the weeds, but what is the recommended software that's, that they're suggesting people use with Grid Editor? Uh, yeah, not too much. Actually, with this, they're, they're recommending the uh, the Chrome browser um, to to interface with the, the software. And also for the screen reader, um, they're recommending using NVDA uh, screen reader to, to actually uh, work with this uh, software. So... Uh, just uh, and that's those are both uh, obviously those are both free, so it's uh, there's no cost to the end user. And here's where we dive even deeper with the machete into the woods. What kind of yeah. programming languages does the grid editor support? Yeah, they they start out with uh, Python um, language, so that that's what they launched it with, and and they're looking to actually add in more programming languages. But uh, yeah, right now they they have that, and, uh, and the good thing with this is. Uh, 
um, you know, they've made the software free for anyone to use. So that, that's the, the great thing about this. And it, it's publicly available for anyone that wants to, to use it for those programmers that are interested in using it. Uh, they can uh, go in and, and check it out and, and try it out for themselves. So we're already we're already talking about the launch. It's already been launched. It's already available to the public. Yes, yes, it's it's already available. So any when it, uh, this is probably already known to programmers out there, but uh, anyone who's not aware of it, uh, it, it is available to try out. So it's definitely worth a try for those other programmers that are not aware of this software. How's your programming game, Nelson? I, like I said, I can't code out of a paper bag. I couldn't even do the basics. What about you? I, I could do the HTML. Like I, I could get by, like uh, doing stuff on the on the website. Uh, uh, but when it comes to Python. Um, Unfortunately, I'm not one of those individuals that are wired for programming. I, I get too fidgety. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. can't sit in front of the computer too long. I, I need to move. And and uh, I, I wish I were one of those programmers that, that could sit in front of the computer and just code all day. But uh, I, I'm just not wired for it. And, and I wish I were. So definitely hats off to those who, who do it. Uh, it's a great, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to learn. Oh, and, my and, gosh. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, so if anyone out there that's a programmer, <laughs> give me a shout. <laughs> oh, man. And he's available on my website uh, if you know a little bit of Python. If I had kids, I would be I would be like forcing them to code from a young age. I'd be like, you are going to learn to be Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, my eight-year-old daughter already wants to like take over my website, so I may have to let her one day. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Nelson, let's jump over to your tech tip here. Um a lot of folks may be able to relate to this one. There's a lot of online shopping and shipments that are coming our way. Well, iOS 16 is offering some live text features in regards to how people can track their shipments. So yeah. how is this How is this process going to work for folks? Uh, so, so just a caveat with this one. So uh, live text itself was um, originally released at iOS uh, 15. And that was uh, enables uh, people to, to uh, read words and text in uh, photos. Um, and then... With this feature, this this allows you to actually um, uh, read the uh, you know, shipping uh, numbers for like uh, uh, if you're doing like tracking, uh, and you do need a certain device. So you need to start out with uh, uh, an iPhone 10s or newer. Uh, so it won't work if you have anything older than that. Uh, so if you have a 10R, uh, 11 and higher, it'll work for those phones. Uh, you'll need the minimum I iOS 15. And then for uh, this particular feature, you'll need iOS 16 uh, to read the, the shipping numbers. So, uh, for example, if you pull up a photo, uh, you can uh, drop it into your, your Photos app, and then there's a live text button in the bottom right-hand corner. You tap on that, and it'll, it'll give you a tracking button. And then you'll, you'll tap on uh, that button there, and then it'll take you to the website, and it'll give you the tracking details. Uh, you could also do it uh, using the camera app itself. So if um, you launch the camera app, you do the same thing. Top, uh, sorry, bottom right-hand corner, uh, tap on the live text button, and then it'll give you that uh, tracking uh, button as well when it pops up, uh, usually automatically, and it'll launch your um, your browser. In this case, in most cases, it'll be Safari, and it'll take you to the website. It'll give you all the tracking information. So it's it's great, nice little feature, especially if you're doing a lot of uh, online shopping. How many packages a day end up at the Rego household? Uh, not as much as I, I used to. Uh, when you start having kids, you you start looking for kid stuff. So, and and my, my daughter likes seeing the toys and things in person. So we usually drop by like a local toy toy store. Uh, I did the whole Amazon thing before, where we bought things online and 
was it was never it was never the product that we thought it was going to be so we now when we buy things it's it's usually we shop locally yeah nice to shop local and nice to get your hands on stuff to actually be able to sort of get a vibe for it as opposed to sneaky pictures posted online that don't necessarily represent what you're getting hey nelson thank you for this have a great day man awesome take care that's nelson rego he's the founder of cool blind tech dropping today in the AMI podcast family is another edition of Raising Kindness. Becky Zar will reflect on Remembrance Day and will visit a legion in Regina. You can find Raising Kindness on all major podcast platforms or watch videos on YouTube. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.